Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Have you ever heard of driving cattle? It's not like driving a car. Driving cattle is a fancy way of saying that a group of cowboys can walk a group of cows a long, long way. Today, we're learning about cattle drives. The age of the cattle drives began at the end of the Civil War. In 1866, the Union had won the war, but at a great cost. The economies of the southern states, including Texas, were in shambles. Soldiers were dead or wounded, state governments had been replaced by union oversight, and many people had no jobs or crops to go home to. What Texas did have was cattle, cows, and bulls. Millions of them. The most popular breed was called Longhorns, because their most prominent feature was their long horns. A rancher who wanted to sell his cattle could get a dollar, maybe two dollars, a head in Texas. But in the northern United States, where the economy was strong and people had money to spend, each head of cattle could be sold for forty dollars. So ranchers found a way to get their cows to meat markets in northern cities. They hired cowboys to walk them to the closest city that had a railroad. There, the cattle were loaded into train cars and sent east. Texas Longhorns are an interesting breed of cattle. They are large, and they have gigantic horns. Their horns curve out on each side of their heads and can measure more than 10 feet across. But Longhorns are gentle enough to ride. They are also smart, which means they tend to avoid danger. And they are resistant to disease. They are bred to produce meat, which is what made them so attractive to the people in northern cities who wanted beef to eat. The cook fed the team during the long trip. A few men served as wranglers. They kept extra horses for a team so that horses could be switched out and no horse was overworked. The cowboys kept the herd of cattle together on the trail. Point men rode in front to choose the path and lead the herd. Drag men rode at the back of the herd to make sure no cattle straggled too far behind. Flank and swing men rode on each side to keep the herd together and travel where the point men led. A standard herd on a cattle drive could include 3,000 head of cattle. As they passed through a town along the way, the line of men and animals could be two miles long. Cowboys used hand signals to communicate with each other. Cattle drives started in the springtime. It was smart to avoid winter weather, and they waited until the grass began to grow so the cattle would have something to eat along the way. A 2,000-mile drive could take three or four months. In 1860, the American railroads only extended as far west as Missouri. As more railroads were built after the Civil War, the trails that cattle drives used changed. By 1871, the railroads connected Texas to the rest of the country. 
1873, Joe Glidden patented his design for barbed wire. And that was not good for cattle drives. As more and more Americans settled across the middle of the United States, they bought and fenced off more and more land. Barbed wire was cheap and made excellent fencing. As barbed wire went up all across the country, driving cattle across the open plains became impossible. Soon after that, the invention of refrigerated rail cars meant that cattle could be processed into beef before being sent across the country. But for a few years after the Civil War, cowboys and Texas longhorns helped to feed the country, provide money for southern ranchers, and leave behind stories and legends of American cowboys on the open range. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. Thank you.